0: It is what, Wednesday? It's the middle! Welcome back. I know I'm giving you a little weird energy right now, but I hope you can feel it in me that, like, the pressure is real. And that's kind of what I want to talk about is how do you perform under pressure when demand is there, when you're broke, when nobody except you and maybe a few people are holding you to the standard, and things get hard. You're on your own. How do you keep yourself sharp? How do you stay energized, focused, clear, motivated, and not get discouraged when you've got big ambitions, big dreams, big goals, major challenges to face in your life, and there's a lot of work, and you're tired sometimes, and it just gets hard. It's like, You know, there's a lot of things to juggle You got, you got, maybe you got family or, you know Other type of relationship obligations Maybe, um You're just financially pressed right now And you're just trying to make ends meet But you're also trying to build into the future And, you know, build future capacity and opportunities for you Well, I'm gonna go over about four or five points for you here today I'm gonna try to keep this one short I say that every time But I mean it this time And I just want to check in with you here and help you continue to push and the first thing I want you to do here when it comes to like how do you perform under pressure is to remember that you're human when we get stressed or when we face challenges one of the things that can make it even more stressful is the expectation that it's gonna feel perfect or that it's gonna be easy or that it's going that we have to um, operate perfectly and get it right the first time and I mean I think there is something to be said about quality and excellence and standards yes, hold up the standard but also you are a human being and remembering that, it, it just reminds you that it's okay to have emotions it's okay to experience stress it's okay that when you have pressure that you feel it. That's healthy. You realize if you don't feel it, it's probably an even worse problem in the sense that maybe you don't even care, right? But when you feel the pressure because you care, always remember where it's coming from. I would say that's another kind of thing in this like whole like human emotion check system that we're going over right now. You do want to check with yourself. Like, where is this coming from? Is this coming from a desire to please people? Or is this coming from a desire to perform my best, to serve with excellence, to help the team move forward, to move the business, move the career, move the mission forward? Whatever it is. Um, Can you remember that today? That, like, there is, it's okay to experience stress and it is okay that you are, that you're gonna feel discouraged sometimes. Discouragement is normal, it's not something to be um, avoided, it's not something to be denied. Like, I think the whole idea of like validating all of your emotions all the time also isn't helpful because if you want to be emotionally reactive and miserable all the time, that's what I would tell you to do. Just validate all your emotions. Oh yes, your emotions are always right, they're always true, you should just listen to your feelings. That's a great way to be miserable. So, I'm not telling you to do that either. But I am encouraging you to understand where the pressure is coming from. And also remember that at the end of the day, you can still have grace for yourself. You can still trust in the process. You can give yourself credit. You can support and back yourself. Don't out yourself. When the pressure is on I, I have a, like a horrible habit Even today I was just like in the gym Doing my thing And um, You know I knew there was A lot to get done I just kind of knew that I was like This is the middle of the week This is Wednesday Wednesdays are really important That you deliver And that you Make progress happen Like I mean obviously That needs to happen every day But Especially in the middle of the week It's kind of that midweek check in Where you say Okay How are we doing How are you handling it how are you dealing with the challenges? How are you facing the work? How are you going about the week? And it, it is hard to stay locked in all the time. So just remember that. Like remember that hard is okay. That's what I'm trying to communicate with you today. Hard is good. If it's not hard, that's actually a, more of a problem than it being easy. If everything's easy all the time, I heard this from like Alex Ramosi. he says, like if it's easy, you're probably just not trying hard enough <laughs> or um, you're not doing a good job essentially And that was kind of like made me a little bit insecure. I was like, "Oh dear, like I feel like I've been too comfortable for too long. And remember this: it's okay to experience comfort and here's number two for you. But remember that growth comes in the discomfort zone. It doesn't mean that the comfort zone is bad. The comfort zone is just where you've adapted to. So when you become comfortable with something that's a higher level, that's a good thing. But also remember that when you are pushing, it's uncomfortable. Because you're creating new poten- you're tapping into new potential. The old you is dying, that hurts, and a new you is being born. That takes energy, that takes fire, that takes desire, will, drive, focus, energy, risk-taking, uncertainty, boldness. It's hard work to not just, okay, like live, you know, exist in your life but actually live your absolute best and push the needle forward so make sure that when you're doing these types of things you actually calibrate your expectations i think we uh are kind of diseased by maybe like just a cultural messaging that uh, like everything's supposed to be easy or that um you know it's okay that like just kind of saying that everything's okay I would say expect the standard remember the standard and honor it so that means you are pushing yourself to the higher level and you are owning up and taking accountability for your problems like you look in the mirror and you say you know what i'm not smart enough you know what i'm not fast enough you know what i need to get healthy you don't judge yourself for that you don't berate yourself for that you don't put yourself down, you don't discount yourself and diminish yourself in that, that's actually a self-discovery, that's a development point, you're developing, you're not diminishing yourself, you can't develop until you actually discover and realize where you're at right now, and you make real decisions about that, so when you own the standard, when you accept the expectation, when you... When you understand and you calibrate your expectations, pressure isn't so bad. You can actually get a little bit lighthearted about it and realize hard is good and hard usually means growth. Not all the time. Sometimes it's just unnecessarily hard. Like you are just being inefficient and so your life is hard because you're not prioritizing or you're not scheduling well. We'll get into that in just a second here. But I just want you to calibrate your expectations because as soon as you expect challenge and you prepare for that, it's not as bad when, when, when you calibrate your perspective, when you remember that the journey includes struggle. It's a sign that you are building, that you are breaking down the old, that an old reality is dissolving for a new one to be discovered for a new one to be developed for a new one to break forth into your life again you can't have the breakthrough if you don't actually have a breakdown and what I mean by that is is an old false reality has to break away so remember that like this process it's going to break you a little bit and that's okay I don't mean like oh you know completely like destroy you that's I'm, I'm not trying to like tell you to be a masochist by no means is that what I'm encouraging you to do? But I am encouraging you to lean into the process when it gets hard because you can understand that that pain is producing the potential inside of you. It's what pulls that out. It's what elicits and allows you to demonstrate that strength. If you don't have anything that pushes you to be great, you'll never be great. If you don't schedule that, you'll never be great. If you don't call that out from inside of you, if you don't make that conscious choice, it doesn't happen automatically. So, when you make the decision and you chase that dream and you're saying, This is what I want, remember that when you knock on that door, work answers the phone. Work answers that that opportunity. Work is the process. And it's super important, number three here, to fall in love with the work with a light mind. It's really easy to become heavy and burdened by the work. Oh, I want to create a channel. Oh my god, I have to do all these things. Oh my goodness, so much work. Can you get excited about the work? I know that's a complete flip on its head because like, in our world, right now at least, um, it's not very popular to... I mean be a be a genuine like be genuinely happy and work a lot like people think the two things can't coexist And i'm going to tell you they can and they should you are designed to work You are designed to produce you are paid to push Like if you want to be successful Work is the process Work is healthy the you know my, my most successful and happy times My sharpest times the times when I was just there I was just present, I was fulfilled, I was working a lot. You take away someone's work, they die early. Like old men, when they retire, they die within like five to 10 years when they stop working. It is fundamental to human nature. We are designed to work this planet, to build the future, to innovate, to design, to create, to use our minds full capacity. So number four for you here, fill up the capacity. I know you got a lot on your plate. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Do you have capacity increasers? Are you expanding your container? This is one of the most powerful insights I learned, I would say, this year, was the reason why I do these runs, the reason why I do hard things in general, is not because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a real, real big fan of like, you know, my lungs burning and my legs feeling like they're about to fall off. No, it's, it's just capacity work. It's capacity work because the more and more that you expand that container in every aspect of your life, not just you know, physical fitness, you, you want to be a holistic um, high performer. So that means pushing in your relationships, pushing and growing and learning up. It's learning up and it's applying up. So you learn, you learn, you apply. You learn, you apply. You learn, you do the thing. Passive learning never works. So by the way, if you're listening to this right now, I really freaking hope you're taking notes or you're at least jotting down one actionable thing that you can take away with here because every single one of these, it's designed to bring you into action. Like when I record these, it's usually a mode where I don't perfectly feel like doing the thing that I'm about to do, but I summon them. So that for me is a micro challenge every day. I knew that recording these every day with you and having these conversations every day with you would probably be a little bit exhausting. And at some point, I would be like, oh my God, get me out of here. But that's exactly why I chose it. And other people will look at you and say, you're nuts, and I'm telling you, tune out the noise. And we'll get to that in a second, because that's number five. And it's freaking lovely. It's amazing. Ah, I'm fired up with you right now. I hope you can feel it. I'm kind of not really holding much of the personality back. So if that's a problem for you, you should, you know, just like, I don't know what to tell you about it. On my old YouTube channel, when I was younger, I would just say, so, you know, deal with it. Um, But I'm trying to, like, find, like, a nicer way to speak to our generation because now we're so, I don't know. uh, I'm not going to go there. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. I, I hope you are okay with me being a little bit facetious. I can't even talk. Facetious and uh, just kind of having a little bit of fun. You know, I think it's important to switch up the tempo in here. I'm not always gonna be pressing you a thousand percent with like, Grrr. you know, I'm not trying to go like that on you because that's exhausting for your brain and then eventually you're just gonna hit off. Like when I listen to Andy Frisella, after a while, my brain is just burnt and I'm like, I'm done. I, I, I can't hear this dude yelling at me over and over and over again. So I want to encourage you along the way. I want you to know that you doing this, it's expanding your container. Learning and developing is a way of life, it's a process, it's a daily thing. So my question to you is, where's your daily learning, where's your daily challenge? Those need to be in there, they need to be in there because if you don't have that, you're not gonna be happy, you're not gonna be fulfilled. And by the way, when you're in the challenge, it's more discouraging in the challenge when you become passive and disconnected. Challenges are things that actively force you to take accountability for how you show up. So a challenge can be something as simple as like, go on a walk every day. Now, here's the deal, here's the deal with this. Very, very careful. This is going to be specific to you. So you need to find the next level for you. I don't know what that is for you. I don't know what that is for you in your relationships. I don't know what that is for you in your business or your career or your mission or your um, maybe if you're a student right now, you know your your, your learning world, right? And your activities your involvement in your leadership. You know, you can just call it leadership. Like, how am I uh, pushing myself to be a role model to people, right? And your relationships and your connections and your friendships. And of course, your own personal mindset, health, well-being, um, I would say emotional resilience, those things, you need developers for those and you need them daily. So for me, I'll tell you just a few of mine just to give you a feel for it. Every day I spend like 20, 30 minutes learning. Uh, it's usually reading and some kind of podcast or education in terms of uh, marketing, um, strategy, innovation, or uh, I would say um, like I, I love listening to mindset and spirituality teachers especially. So I, I kind of go in seasons, but um, part of the app beta dashboard, the, the beta dashboard, That I'm gonna be releasing here actually just for free. Like, I don't want people to have to pay for it because I want people to be able to just use it and try it. And if it sucks, then just like tell me so I can fix it so it can actually be good and helpful and make your life better. You know, I'm using it every day. And one of the things I have in there is a learning curriculum. So when I press study mode, it immediately puts me into my learning roadmap. It puts me in my learning roadmap where I have my goals my vision my main skills that i'm trying to develop and um kind of helps me see my own performance metrics and develop those with real learning curriculum here's the thing you gotta do real learning like tiktok instagram youtube it's not enough my encouragement to you is to get off social media and find deep learning i would count this as semi-deep learning you know i'm not on here like uh, this isn't necessarily a masterclass, although that's something that I'm gonna be doing more in like the live community for you with like Righteous Grind and we'll be going over the like, nutrition, training protocols, uh, sleep, neurotyping, all sorts of just fun things in terms of like hacking your biorhythms. Uh, really not hacking, it's more like aligning a and healing your biorhythms and uh, developing your mind, developing your potential, developing your relationships, and ultimately developing your skill sets. And like, what does that look like for you? So I might not know, you know, exactly your skill proficiency, but I can help you in the process of lining things up, those up so that you're performing at a high level. Uh, That's something that I'm Deeply passionate about, which is why I just kind of want to share the journey with you. Less is like a teacher, and more of like a guide, where I'm just flowing with you on processes that I'm doing. It. But here's my deal for you: How many guides do you have in your circle? Every single one of my friends is a guide to me. Do you see that? Like, I don't differentiate between the two. So, like, if you and I were friends, I would see you as a guide, and I would see myself as a guide. And in other words, I see myself as I am automatically influencing you because we have mirror neurons so we are both influencing each other in relationship here's a relationship hack, by the way so align your relationships and your um friendships in a way that actually elevates you that could be the simple change for you right it doesn't have to be uh these massive swings it's usually some really basic tweaks compounded over time because people don't sustain massive swings over time Like if you say like I mean, Now I've done this before in the past Because I was a complete maniac And I was miserable And I was lonely And I was depressed And I was anorexic And I didn't really have anything going for me So yes, I ran myself into the ground And like did every single hard thing possible on the planet Just for the sake of beating out my like insecurities and traumas And I would say like in one sense like it kind of worked but in the other sense it also destroyed my physical health. So that's not what we're going for here. If you wanna be David Goggins, that's fine. I'm not exactly here teaching you how to be David Goggins. That's just not my jam. I love the guy, he is a mentor to me, he is a guide to me. Why? Because it keeps me accountable. So how many amazing people do you have in your life that are keeping you accountable? How many routines and habits and practices do you have that are keeping you accountable to pushing yourself forward? So things like looking in the mirror, and having the accountability talk every day. Put the sticky notes up, put your goals up there, put your values up there, put your standards up there. Tell yourself the truth in the mirror. That's a daily practice. You know another one I have? Uh, I love this one. It's just the mirror practice. Like, And this is different um, from, the. this is like a love channeling practice versus like an accountability practice. I think both are critical to your success and your well-being and your happiness. But most people don't know how to look themselves in the eye and tell themselves the truth or look themselves in the eye and give themselves grace. And I'm gonna tell you to do both, which might seem a little bit crazy, but if you believe in unconditional love, you would let that channel through you and you will allow that to transform you, both in the uncomfortable, tough love moments and in those free moments, those liberating moments, those forgiving moments where you get to experience that grace and you get to experience that love channeling back to you. So that's something I do is I look in the mirror, I look in my eye, and I view myself as a friend. I don't view myself as somebody else. I'm not I'm not trying to think about it. I just I gently softly gaze into the mirror. And it's a practice. This is hard. The first time I ever did this was the most uncomfortable thing I've done in my life. I was like, "I feel so stupid right now." Cuz why? Cuz my brain feels stupid loving itself because it's created a stigma around that because it doesn't feel comfortable doing that because there's like a self-esteem problem there right and one part of my brain one divided mind of mine wants to be at this ultimately perfect ultra high level all the time and it's just a stagnant fixed picture and that part is constantly barraging that other part that is um not there yet that is human that is you know has issues and problems and real things that need to heal and grow and be transformed and be exposed and uh, be healed in light. You know, truth sets you free. Light heals. Light gives power. If you don't put the light into your life, you can't experience that freedom and that love and that openness and that next level for yourself. I've been thinking a lot about like the next level and why I'm stuck at this level. And if you feel any of that, I want you to understand a few things. Number one, sometimes we're discounting ourselves at our current level because we're comparing ourselves to a previous time, a previous context, a previous version of ourselves, a previous... Non existent dream track of our life. Remember, the past is a dream. It's a figment. It doesn't exist. It's not even there. It's not there. The only thing that's there right now is you. In this moment, listen to my voice still somehow because Lord willing, (laughs) something is connecting with you. And I trust that spirit. I trust that flow. I trust that energy. Trust that force to do the work that I can't do. But oftentimes we're diminishing ourselves on social validation as well in the sense that we diminish ourselves because we assume that we're so far from where we could be. And it's crazy how we spend like 80% of our time imagining and thinking about how our life could be like that person how we wish we could be this other person how um you know like we just i would say burn so much time and energy in the comparison loop the judgment comparison loop that just completely steals your power because you're giving your power to their standards so when you're in that moment can you recalibrate your standards to your life to your context your values. Yes, you're going to have to own some things and it's going to hurt. It's supposed to hurt. Love hurts. Growth hurts. So that's why they're called growing pains. Every time you're hiking the mountain, the altitude's going to hurt a little bit. It's going to reveal some weaknesses. And you know what? The first time around is not going to be as great as the 10th time around. Can you trust though? Can you trust the process? Can you be willing to look yourself in the mirror and Love yourself in the process Both Holding yourself accountable to pushing Harder every day But also Recovering yourself Finding your center, taking those moments This is very like a Two ways because You know for, for me My background and my story And my inspirations like my mentors My role models growing up were both All of these spirituality teachers And these, uh, these wellness people kind of teaching like recovery and all of this, you know, kind of like biohacking and like peaceful mind type of stuff. And then I learned from people like David Goggins and, uh, you know, Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn and um, there's like a bajillion other ones, uh, uh, other people out there that are just, you know, they... Are push. They are push minded. They are. I'm thinking like all the different like military people, all the military greats. They were very much an inspiration to me growing up because I grew up in a military family, um, and I have military heritage, just multiple generations back. So that's just deeply a motivation and drive for me. But I, I share that with you because you know what? It actually is possible to for those two things of recovery and challenge to exist together. And that's why I'm bundling them together here for you in this fourth point, because it's so important that you have those practices in place for yourself, to recover yourself, to push and grow yourself, and to check your performance, to calibrate yourself. When you're under pressure, you need things that remind you who you are. Things that bring you back into the present. I mean, these are your your performance habits. They're your performance tools. You need them. If you don't have them, get them. If you really have like no clue where to start, uh, a little bit of my like this this dashboard that I'm building will actually help you kind of log in some basic ones for yourself that you can start tracking and start operating on and. Hopefully, uh, use those to develop a higher threshold for challenge. That's one of the biggest things I want you to come away with in this episode. Okay, so there's number four. Level up with your practices. Those practices got to be in place. Number five, I want to talk about team because the easiest way to hate being under pressure is to have no support, no guidance, nobody helping you out. <laughs> and as soon as you start assuming that you have to do it all on your own, that you have to get it all perfect the first time, that you can't ask for help, that you know, that the pressure is that you're gonna get it. Like so we take so much excess pressure from assuming and telling ourselves the story, it's a false narrative, that we have to get everything done perfectly the first time on our own right now with absolutely no help immediately or else the world is going to explode or else we will fail or else we will be rejected or else we will be fired, we will be judged, we will be ruined and that catastrophizing of problems is what takes an obstacle and turns it into overwhelm. The only reason you get overwhelmed is that story. There, you don't, like, the world did not overwhelm you. You told yourself a story in the process of dealing with things. Maybe you didn't take those resets. You didn't take that time to get your mind back. By the way, that's why we have. that's why this is here. The reason why this is here for you is to help you get your mind back, to help you get your sanity back, to help you get your stillness back on point, to get your mind light again. That's why it's called light mind. Um, because we spiral stories, we spin up ideas and stories for ourselves that are going nowhere while we're also trying to simultaneously get things done. Creating not just like, Oh, I need to perform, but like the world is about like, I'm going to die. And like, you know, I talk about uh, the Friday finishers or like those, those weekly, uh, wins that you want to accomplish by the end of the week. Yes. Push for those. Yes crush those or you die. You still can have performance necessity without going into overwhelm. The difference is one takes it as sort of this personal, pervasive, permanent problem mindset. And the other takes the problem and says, I need to solve this because I'm trying to be a role model here. I need to solve this because identity, insert identity. If you haven't listened to um, my four core drivers episode, you got to listen to that one. It's, it's really close to this one in terms of like the episode story. Uh, I think I recorded it on November 25th. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's correct. And it's, um, it's really hitting on this hard. So if you want to kind of, you know, master those basic uh, accelerators of your progress and your drive... Uh, Go listen to those because they're really helpful in terms of leveling up your motivation. But I am... I don't even know what the word is. (laughs) The words are just like running out. No. um, So get your team in place. That's the deal here. If you're not reaching out and asking for help at the beginning of the week, you're doing your weeks wrong. If you're not making your reach outs first thing in the morning and... Thinking. By the way, this is your first morning practice. What's the first morning practice? Well, I'll run over with you really quickly, and then I want to go over some basic tools that I do every day to keep myself on point, and then we're going to wrap it, baby. So you want to stay in here. This is going to be some good stuff. Please hang in here with me. Okay, so in the morning, my morning meeting, my morning priority review, what do I do? I look over the major projects of my life right now okay, I'm working on this innovation lab thing. I'm working on this, this webpage. I'm working on this coaching program. Okay, I'm working on these, uh, this app over here. I'm working on this content over here. Great, okay, cool. Top five projects, got them down. Great, now let's think, who are the top people that I need to reach out to today to ask for help or that I'm waiting on response for? Just that thing by making the ask every day, first thing, You get that communication out of the way. So instead, you don't go to bed at the end of the day and you're like, oh my God, I forgot to do that one thing or oh my goodness, I forgot to knock out that, uh, I forgot forgot to talk to that person. Oh my goodness, I blew them up. You don't end up doing that stupid mistake that's so easy to solve when you have a first practice in the day. That's your first work practice. You need something like that that calibrates you into the vision, that reminds you what really matters. And by doing that, I don't uh, lose track of projects or spend unnecessary time floundering and wasting time when I could have asked someone who had more expertise, more skill, more knowledge, more experience. I could have asked them and mined them for the gold points. So either get that team in your life or just start asking people. There is nothing wrong with asking people for help. If they say no, great. No judgment to you no harm, no foul, no problem at all. They just simply said no because it's not within their priorities or their current time. Cool, all good. But if you never ask, you can never receive the help. And I'm telling you right now, this is like one of the greatest secrets is asking for help earlier. This is one of the greatest secrets of all time is getting your team around you sooner. They don't have to be absolutely working on your project as much as you, but you need people involved. You need people who are involved in getting to that next level with you. And if all the people you're surrounded with right now aren't proactively doing that, I'm telling you, they're holding you back. And your next level is learning to own that, accept that, and move on from that. And build something new And I'm, that's not necessarily easy that's, It's gonna be a challenge it's, it's gonna That's like hard Shifting groups, social groups is not easy But when you're pushing yourself And when you're under pressure You don't have time for drama You don't have time to be trying to please everyone You don't have time to be um, Trying to please everyone I just said it but I'm gonna say it again You do not have time to be pleasing everybody You're going to let people down So here's my deal with you If they're great friends and family They will understand because they believe in your mission and your vision And if not, they're probably going to ghost you or talk smack or gossip about you or cancel you Because they weren't great friends. So great job You let them go earlier instead of suffering and letting your dreams die because of them Because you're trying to make them feel better about them not dealing with their life. I know this is like Maybe coming out a little bit strong, but I've seen this and dealt with this so many times in my own life and uh, with friends and family of mine. And it hurts to see someone who has so much potential sacrifice and lower it for their peers around them. Because that's not the common denominator. Because, I mean, here's the thing. You will fall to the standards of your team. Your team either elevates your standards or, or they're completely eroding your standards. And it's your job to check. And you gotta do that gut check right now to ask yourself, is that team really aligned? Are my friendships really aligned? Look, that can be really frustrating and difficult when it's like, yeah, you're in a relationship that's just not aligned and it's just not bringing you forward. But I'm telling you, it's gonna cause stress more and more And further and further along down the line, the more and more that you put that off and you allow the weed to take up all the nutrients in the garden and let all the good stuff die because you didn't have the guts to pull the weed in the first place. So maybe that's a little bit of a not so comfy, nice thing, but it's a reality. Okay, lastly here, I just wanna check back in to some practices. I know I kind of already went over this Uh, again, you don't necessarily have to do these exact things but you should have something like this plugged into your day every day number one your mornings you gotta win the mornings every day day in day out you're doing things that calibrate your mind that move and energize your body you know energy and clarity get those two things locked in and then get that drive up learn some great stuff listen to some empowering content meditate pray i mean this is like it's an hour to hour and a half long morning routine. It doesn't have to be super long. You know, Maybe if you're getting a workout, it'll take a little bit longer. But having that time in the morning where you open up your body, where you energize your body, you fuel your body, you drink that water, you know, get 20, 40 ounces of water within the first 30 minutes of waking, I highly recommend that. It will change your cognition so quickly. If you want to get fancy with it, you can make a little elixir of like organic coconut water uh, and a little bit of uh, pink Himalayan sea salt I love that first thing in the morning, maybe with a squeeze a lot really good, really really tasty, uh, just natural electrolytes and uh, make sure it's got no sugar added if you really want to be like on top of your uh, routines there, but why, why do I say that? Well look, your brain functions horribly until it gets hydrated I mean, 5% dehydration in your brain is like a 20% um, loss in your performance in your brain that's like a 5% reduction in hydration so yes hydration is extremely important that's why we do it first thing in the morning um it's something I teach every single one of my clients I want them to not hammer that home and yes you should be drinking you know ideally probably 90 to 100 to 120 ounces of water every day uh, you know I, I just say gallon I just ballpark it like that if you want to get fancy do half your body weight in ounces of water every day but um that's up to you at the end of the day. Nope, no, no uh, huge sweat on that. Okay, so that morning routine. And then of course, you have your first work practice. We kind of already went over that, but again, it's your projects, your priorities, and the people that you need to reach out to. And those priorities, if I didn't already state this, that's like the top three things that you absolutely must complete today to move your life forward. They're, I mean, like, it's, it's not like, oh, workout. Like, working out is really important. It's a really important habit right? And maybe right now that actually is a priority. Like if working out is one of your major goals, like learning how to care for your wellness, then yes, log that as a project. Think about it every day. Okay. How do I master my wellness? Well, you know, I need to make sure I'm drinking my water. I need to make sure I'm hitting my protein I need to make sure I'm hitting my sleep, I'm getting my quality nutrients. Maybe I'm calculating my calories. Maybe I'm using some other model method, formula framework, right? Doing those basic routines of thinking of your projects and then hitting the items that you know you need to do to move that project forward is so basic like that's so 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 basic but so few people do it and that's why they flounder that's why they wake up out of bed and they roll over and they're just checking their phone and they're just blasting their brain with information by the way that's not part of the morning routine and i highly recommend that you delete it from the morning routine or the evening routine if it's currently part of it because um, it's just not serving you. Like, the people who engineer social media, no offense, um, they're not exactly trying to help you become more productive or to help you achieve your dreams. They're, they wanna make money and your attention is the number one factor in doing that revenue. So as long as they can get you on the platform, that's how long they will keep you. So essentially, if you want to put your time, energy, money and attention and your mental health into a black hole i highly recommend scrolling on social media for an hour or two or three or four every day or just randomly scrolling whenever you feel like it impulsively just pull it out and whoop zonk your brain with randomness random expectation okay enough of that rant um i'm just big on social media if you can't tell <sighs> okay Third practice here. So we've gone over morning meeting, gone over your morning routine. What else do we got? Um go encourage three people. I'm kind of throwing this one in early. I like to do this earlier in my day. I just think it kick starts the day well because I kind of get to launch out when I do this when I send requests as well, first thing in the morning. And I think of those people that I want to encourage or those people that um, that are just on my heart that day. You know, sometimes it's just like scroll through your contacts. Find one, two, three people and send them some love. Just send them like a five, you know, sentence note of encouragement. Send them one sentence of encouragement. Send them something thoughtful. Like encourage them. Show them some love. By, by doing this, look, not everyone's going to respond. But this practice will change your life because guess what? You know? 15 20 30 40 50% of them will open and respond that. And maybe they eventually see it way later on down the road and it's like a little surprise in their inbox. Either way, you're becoming a conscious goodness spreader and what you're doing is your um how do I describe this you I mean You're basically planting like a seed of goodness in your day. And then later on, most likely, you'll get a response. And so, you know, in your afternoon or evening when you check your phone, by the way, we don't check our phones first thing in the morning. We check our phones end of the day or, you know, at least halfway through the day, we get the deep work in the morning and then we get the chill time in the afternoon. That's like a great way to structure your day. Um, no matter what time you wake up and you know, then you get this kind of like little gift present to like open up. And I think that's just really fun. I think that's a great way to structure your days. It just kind of adds a flavor of relationship to your days that we otherwise would lack. And and human beings were relational beings. So we need that connection. So if you don't have it, Go do that. Throw that into the routine. Um, yes, I have a habit tracker that I'm kind of putting together for that as well in the dashboard. So that's going to be fun. Okay, no sell there. Um, other basic routine. Block time. Every day you got to have block time. If you want to perform, you can't be doing 70 things at once. You need to mono task. Mono task, single tasking is the process of setting out those priorities and setting out blocks of time in which you will bring those priorities into completion so ideally you're spending four hours in block time every day like four hours of deep focused block time and the rest of your day you know maybe gets a little bit crazy but if you lock in those four hours of deep work in the morning you're going to be in a really good spot you're going to be in a really good spot and yes it takes discipline it takes work it takes focus but you when you engineer your days like that your progress goes through the roof and guess what the pressure isn't so bad anymore because instead of trying to think about 70 things at once you lock in those four things those three or four things that absolutely have to get done and you got an hour or two for each of them and you smash them and then you move on with your life and when you have that compartmentalization by the way you're not pulling out your phone during that time you're not checking email you're not checking twitter you're not checking your feed you're not checking socials you're not checking anything you're not checking TikTok. nothing nothing except for the deep work and when you do that you allow your brain to actually regain its clarity and momentum is one of the best solutions to any kind of stress any kind of mental um like problems that you're going through, I know it sounds kind of silly, but like so many of your problems will disappear with momentum and achievement. So that practice right there is the gold stuff. It's the gold. It's the goods. You need it. All right. I'll give you one more. Number five, uh, your after action report. This is just your daily review. Uh, like the daily review, it's it's not fancy, but it's just a time when you go over the day. You review what happened, you review what you're grateful for, you feel that, you experience that, you clear off the day, you clear down the tabs, you close off the work, you you know, write down a little quick task list for tomorrow, like you know, what what are the major projects and priorities I'm gonna work on tomorrow, you know, who am I still waiting on a response for? I like to recheck into those that, that little morning framework that we did in the beginning and um, and then again review what you did well, what you handled well, what went really well today. What was the struggle today? Where could you have done better, right? Like what would have made today better? Uh, what would have allowed you to connect better with others today? Uh, what, what did you learn about yourself or others today? And then what would you say to yourself today? What would you say to yourself if it was your highest self, you know, two, three, four, five, ten 10 years out, I don't care how long it is, set a day for you, set a year set for you, and then have that mentor jump into your life every night And have the conversation with that person i know it sounds kind of weird but having that conversation with future jamie with future you whatever the person is is so freaking important because they're gonna back you up when nobody else will when the pressure's on when you're miserable when you're tired when you're losing sleep when things are just genuinely nuts and you're like i don't know if i can do this you know who's gonna have your back future you maybe that sounds nuts but I'm telling you future you is cheering you on they want you to succeed they want you to push they know that you are so much more capable than you could ever possibly imagine but you gotta continue to tap into that on a regular basis and that's such a huge advantage when you program your mind with that at the end of the day that's like a little bonus for you here here's, here's the bonus you know I love bonuses I just have to have a bonus every time um, the bonus program your mind every night last five minutes. What are you doing? Well, the last five minutes, I highly recommend you spend in gratitude, feeling the goodness, feeling the grateful flow, entering your mind. Like this is when you're going to bed, like your eyes are closing, you're going to bed, You're maybe you meditate before bed or you do some stretching before bed or you take a hot shower. These are the kinds of things I want you to dwell on. Why? Because you want your mind to work well. If you want your mind to work well, you have to create frames for it you have to create systems and strategies and habits for it you need habits of thinking and the more and more that you groove those mental grooves guess what your thoughts become clearer they become more automatically in flow with the best of who you are you you run into that doesn't mean you don't experience you know negative thoughts or doubt you're always going to have those they're always going to pop up it's like saying it's never going to rain or you're never going to have storm clouds like of course they're going to come but You learn to be affected by them less. You learn to dwell on them less. You learn to spiral them less because you realize it's just a thought. And you know that deeper clarity because you've dwelt there more often. You've conditioned that story and that truth. You know, whatever it is that you dwell on in your mind, whatever it is that you place your attention on, that is what you will manifest. That is what you will uh, condition and program your being for. So, you know, we should probably take inventory for that and get that space back. That's what the little five, you know, five minute change your life manifesting time is for. Go listen to some great content, listen to something encouraging. Let someone speak some life into you, speak life into yourself. Maybe that's when you do the mirror top. I'm starting to lose my voice a little bit here, I'm kind of dehydrated, but. I still wanna give you that moment and I wanna be here with you. So can you check yourself on those things? Can you remember that you're human? Can you calibrate your expectations and recalibrate those expectations? Can you level up with those challenges and those practices? Can you find that team? Can you bring yourself into full connection with those people? Can you ask for help earlier? and just double down on those practices that make you better. Just double down on the best ones. You don't have to get them all. I listed out a ton. Okay, find the two things that you're gonna implement right after this. Like what's the next thing you're gonna do after hopping off here? Go do that. You can know in the deep, like inside your heart, in, within your core, there's that part of you that wants you to push, that knows you, what you're capable of. and knows you're meant to push for that. You're designed to grow into that. And so, this is your time to listen to that. Write those things down. Write that message down for yourself. Maybe you give yourself a little declaration right now of what you're no longer gonna tolerate and what you're gonna make your life about now, how you're gonna direct your life agenda now. This is like a little micro moment to reclaim your life agenda, and we need them every day. Every day, we have to recommit ourselves reflect and take stock and own this life that we are living because you're creating it you're designing it you're living it with your actions whether or not you like it so this is that moment and i want you to know that future you is cheering you on like future you wants you to get there and yeah they see all your flaws and they're all your issues But you know what? They see that as your growth plan, as your learning map. So go get those actions in place. Excuse me, I need water. Oh my goodness. I'm like out of hydration. Go get those basic habits in place. I don't know what that is for you, but write them down, lock them in, and make them happen. It's the middle of the week. It's Wednesday. Maybe it's not Wednesday when you're listening to this. doesn't matter. Any time of the week is a great time to recalibrate, and reclaim your life agenda. Life will put pressure on you. It's gonna make you faster if you learn to respond to it better. That's the game, respond to it better, adapt faster, climb higher, and every time you hop in here, every time you show up for yourself, every time you knock out those habits, you're grooving that next level for yourself. You're making it automatic, and that's the game. Thank you for being here. I hope this served you, I hope this helped you. If this served you or helped you in any way, Please leave a rating or review on on iTunes or go share this podcast with someone you love, someone you care about, someone who maybe would be served by this right now. Maybe they're going through pressure. Maybe right now they don't have team. Go send them my rant about team and, you know, how trying to please all of your friends that are holding you back is not the way to winning and becoming your best self right you know like you don't have to make that a sacrifice it's nothing personal but all right i'm not gonna go back on that rant again i love you and i appreciate you but um go send some love to somebody uh thank you for being here and i will see you next time peace